Stab Abby and Matt are on holidays, so here's some of their best bits. Search your mind and find a secret. What's good secret? I have a delicious secret. 131060, what are your food secrets for you and your partner? You know when you order something and you know that your partner's going to want to eat some of it or you get fries and you know they're going to eat your fries. I, was I sta- always get chips for the kids. We'll yeah. get a bowl of chips for the kids, please. He does that when he goes out for lunch with me. So <laughs> yeah. I'm the kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're famous for eating in your car and uh, disposing of the evidence. You get <laughs> Sorry, it. should I not say that out loud? Mate, don't, don't do it. Uh, staying, we went down the coast on their holidays and I stayed with my mate Danny Boy and um, the second night we all got pizza. And uh, we all got pizzas for ourselves, because um, I like a hot spicy and whatnot, so we all got our own individual pizzas. And um, uh, they rocked up, and they, we portioned them out, and there was like, Dan's, there's your pizza, and there's um, Caddy's, that's his partner, and there's Kat's, it's uh, my partner. And then there was one left over. And I was like, what's that pizza? And Caddy said, that's the distraction pizza. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, I like pepperoni, but Dan also loves pepperoni, so I have a distraction pizza for him, which I give him. He eats the distraction pizza while I eat my pepperoni. Otherwise, I don't get any pepperoni pizza because he eats it all. Why doesn't he just order pepperoni pizza? Because <laughs> he likes the other one. He likes the chicken one. Oh, he, he likes well. two. Yeah. Yeah, got <laughs> so it. like a seagull, <laughs> she throws is... him a distraction pizza. He's over there going, oh, this is a good one. And then he looks up and he goes, oh, the pepperoni's gone. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> distraction pizza. It's like when, when you sit down to dinner with someone like at a restaurant and you go what are you going to order and they say this and then you say oh, I'm going to order this they go oh I was thinking I would order that mm. that's them automatically saying I'm having I'm going to have some of yours mm. when it comes so you order three meals so you don't have to share your meal yeah that woman <laughs> Jeez, that's, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life well, well there you go try it next time yeah but I think everyone's got them. I mean, the sneaky cheese is probably the classic where you will, you know, and Scotty does it as well. He eats secretly. Well, we just over-order because it's scoffing Scott. Mm. Mm. So we, it's, like, he'll just go through. I think he even did it when we are away. He'll go through and he just finishes everyone's meals. So uh-huh. he can't stand any food left over. And he's amazing how much he can eat. Yeah. Very satisfying. So <laughs> I just order, I'll just order four pizzas. I'll also do this one if I'm ordering, like, a gyoza. Or anything like that, like the entree. Because they always seem to come in odd numbers, which just causes arguments. Mm. So I'll offer the plate, eat the extra gyoza, and then be like, it's two each. Ah, that's good. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I go to a fish and chip shop, yeah. I always go in to order, and I always go to ones that have a hot box there. Mm. So you order the fish and chips, but you're already hungry mm. when you go there. And then when you enter and you smell it, you get hungrier. So I order the meal for everyone, <laughs> leave the Esther in the car with the kids, and then I'll neck a dim sim or two sitting down inside the shop that no one ever knows about. Until now, yeah. Yeah, this is the issue. <laughs> Turning 1060, you can remain anonymous. <laughs> so do you, you would never blame an Uber, eat, uh, Uber oh, delivery yeah. driver for having some, would you? Because nah. with, with that with that information, you're basically saying that you guys can't control it. So if they have to have a little bit of the chips, mm. you don't blame them? Chips are all right. If you take a bite out of my Big Mac, I'll probably have a chat to you about that. <laughs> 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 Distraction Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so See, Scotty always orders extra for uh, if we're in a taxi or an Uber. So if we go through a drive-thru on the way home, yeah. he's without a... 
without a doubt, he always go, what do you guys want? And the taxi driver's like, no, I don't. Once he got a Big Mac, and I was like, you can't do that. Like <laughs> The Uber driver got a Big Mac? He got a Big Mac for him. I said, why don't you ask him? He doesn't eat meat. And, mm. we had the, and he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Was he Muslim? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, we're like, no, we'll go back. He's like, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, well, 131060, wh- what are we asking here? Food secrets? Yeah, food secrets you keep from your partner. Or tricks to get all your food. All right. But you you can remain anonymous because not a lot of people are going to want to share. You don't want to give up your. That's, I understand that. Remember, now. it's early in the morning too, so a lot of wives will probably be busy getting ready for the day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Search your mind and find your secrets. Life's greatest secret. I have a delicious secret. Thirteen ten sixty. My friend, uh, my friend's partner. When they get pizza, she has to order a distraction pizza for him, so he'll eat that one, so she can eat all of her pepperoni before he gets his mitts on it. Give us a call and tell us what your food secrets are. Andrew from Strathpine. There you going? Good mate. What do you do to get all your food? Oh, I uh, put butter on my sandwiches so my missus doesn't eat them. Oh, she's no butter she fan. Does not. Yeah, no, no. She doesn't like butter. She only margarine. So clever. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could put margarine on and tell her it was butter too. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Oh no, she can tell. Yeah. Yeah. they can always tell. There's a big they? difference. <laughs> margarine. Yeah, no. Well, it's when you put it on a teller, like that has that certain salty taste to it. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You do Nutella and butter. Yeah, I do. I absolutely love it. Oh, see, I like to do the peanut butter and butter, so I can't judge. Oh, that is, that's a weird one. Oh, is the it? Double butter. Yeah, butter and peanut butter. What you, yeah. <laughs> what about Nutella and butter? Why is Andrew? No, that's strange as well. But I, I find Nutella and butter less strange than peanut butter, butter and butter. Yeah, peanut butter is not real butter. Peanuts. Look at the way he's looking at you with disgust now. <laughs> oh god. Hey, uh, oh here we go. We got an anonymous. Ooh, anonymous. Uh, you didn't never let your secrets out to your uh, your partner, but what's yours? Oh, mine wasn't to my actual partner. It was to my old work. Um, I used to do all these events and seminars, so I used to order like all the food and catering for the amount of people that were going. But I used to order maybe five times or five times more pizza, and I used to give it to my like friends and family. <gasps> oh, <laughs> like a um... take-home pack for yourself. Yeah, you know, it's just sharing is caring. Or, you know, if there was like a good event that had an open tab, so I'll get some of the mates to come in later at night while everyone was kind of ready sorted in. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well, you're charging it back to work, so... Uh, we used to do that for weddings when I used to work in um, catering, like yeah. events. I was a waitress, but mm. you used to love it when someone was a no-show at a wedding. Because oh, they they full meal already made. It would already be made. So you'd sit in the kitchen and you'd be like, who didn't show up? Apparently the uncle didn't. Oh, yay. So, but then <laughs> just say there was like five of you on the floor and yep. only two meals that didn't get eaten. If you got to have the, the entree and then someone would have the main and then for dessert, most people would be too drunk. They would never have the desserts. Mm. Oh, yeah. good point. Yeah. Uh, Hannah in Jim Boomba, what's your food secret? It's uh, not my secret. It's my husband's secret. Well, it's not really a secret um, then, is it? <laughs> yeah, well, um, he was told to make his lunches so that we could save some money because he was spending a fair bit of money on lunches and I could see on our transactions. Uh, after that, he decided he all can't of a hide anything getting... from you. <laughs> no, but then he started getting cash out of the account and I was like, what's going on here? And then he was buying his lunches at the cash out, so I could still see the transactions. I just couldn't see him buying his lunch. <laughs> what does he do for work? 
He's an electrician. Yeah, so uh, the, I think tradies are the sneakiest uh, for buying food on the side. Now, Hannah, don't want to dog the boys, but now that you've busted his cash, how many jobs do you think he does for cash so that he can buy himself <laughs> some lunch? Oh, not that many. No, not enough for his food bill, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy's on the line. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. Hey, how you going? Good, Good mate. What's your food secret? So my dad refused to eat zucchini, and um, my mum used to make zucchini slice, but she just called it slice, and he ate it for about 25 years, and then one day he saw her making it, he saw the zucchini going into it, and he refused until this day and never ate it again. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. Can you feel the tension? I can feel it all the way down in my plum. So there's this awesome guy I used to work with. I say that because he's on hold at the moment. But I worked in radio, and he's a stand-up comedian, and now he's gone on to be a lawyer. But he posted something on Facebook. All right, calm down, champion. (laughs) (laughs) I used to achieve everything in life. (laughs) He's written something on Facebook page, and I thought it is important for all guys to hear. And the way he's written it, I thought he has to share it with everyone. Craig Evans, morning. G'day, guys. Now, you've got a big headline, and the headline is, Check Your Plums. You had testicular cancer. Yeah, so back in February this year, um, I had a bike accident that was relatively, like, innocuous, nothing too major, but Mm. had um, a little bit of swelling to one of the plums, and um, that didn't go down, and so my wife, being the wonderful lady that she is after a few weeks, said, you've got to go to the doctor and get that checked out. So I did that, had an ultrasound. They thought it was an infection, um, the infection went away, and then nothing sort of... Ha- there was no change to the plum, let me just say, for mm. another couple of months. Mm. And then in sort of June, I did a big um, Facebook workout session with one of my best mates. We pumped out a whole bunch of burpees. And then the next day, the plum had changed size. Almost, I suppose the way I could sort of analogise it, have you ever lived with a flatmate who slowly, over the course of like a week, just begins to take over your entire house? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the plum was doing. So I went straight back to the doctor and then, um, yeah, had another ultrasound. And like 48 hours later, I had a, a diagnosis that it was uh, testicular cancer. How old are you, Craig? I'm 37. Mm. When you hear of things like that, you always think of it as an, an older man's. But it's, um, I think it's the opposite. Yeah, thing. Is. You know, and, and I mean that's, and I'm not saying that's right. Um, but but you quite often, most of the people I've known who've had it have um yeah. been been older. So mm. were you were you shocked to find out that that was what it was at, at your age? A hundred percent. They sort of said to me early on, "Oh, it might be cancer," but that was sort of always the, the bit that was tacked on at the end. Um, and then, you know, like when you actually get the diagnosis, to be thinking, "Well, I'm 37 and I'm going through this," mm. and then to actually be in the cancer treatment centre. And to your point, like all the people around me were sort of older men, and it's sort of something that you think, "Oh, yeah, this is a year down the tra- years down the track kind of thing. This is a you know way into the future kind of thing, not something I have to deal with now." But to actually be going through that in the midst of COVID and everything else that's going on as a new father and a, a you know, relatively new husband. It was a, a real sort of um, wake-up call, I suppose. And you had to go through all this as well 
like I know that your wife found it really hard because she couldn't go in with you. Do you know because mm. of COVID, she had to just drop you off, and you did have to have an operation. Yeah, and it was pretty daunting because you know, like again, it's something I'm going through for the first time, and I don't know if you've ever been to a cancer treatment center, but they're you know they're quite confronting places. Yeah. You know, people are really unwell, and when you're just sitting there by yourself, and you know you're having appointments with doctors where there's just like rapid fire information just coming at you, and you're trying to remember it all. And I've got to be honest though, the doctors were all fantastic, and the support that I had from them was wonderful. But yeah, it was really tough. Not just for me, but for my wife, who had to sit in the car park the entire yeah. time. Or, you know, was looking after our little baby boy. He's got no idea what's going on. So mm. she's sort of balancing, you know, the what ifs around what was going on for me with him as well. So, yeah, it was pretty full on. It's actually the most common cancer, second most common cancer in men between the ages of 18 and 39. Wow. I think it's, it, it affects about one in 189 or mm. um, it's like one in 200 young men. So if you think about going to a music festival or a concert, and you think how many young men between sort of 25 and 40 are sitting around us and you think, wow, one in 200 of them mm. are going to have this. So you're only rocking one ball now. Yep, he's got the two-bedroom apartment to himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, the the first thing that comes to my mind, and I know that I'm a, I'm simple in this, uh, but but obviously I think if you're modifying stuff down there, it's going to change. Possibly has any any extracurricular activity? It's made no difference in that area. Nothing. Yeah, surprising. I was I was a bit the same as you. I came in this completely blind, um, and without getting too graphic, they can put in a. Um, uh, a replica. Yes. Uh, so it was a prosthetic. Mm. Um, oh, but cool. Everyone that I spoke to, yeah, well, I thought it'd be cool because I thought, imagine that. You go, like, I, I would like a platinum one or a titanium <laughs> yeah. one to want to go through the metal detector <laughs> yeah. at the airport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could be known <laughs> as gold be... balls. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, Abby. Even better. Um, but um, yeah, no. I everyone I spoke to just said that they were really uncomfortable and really un- impractical. So uh. I just decided, no, nah, we'll 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 go without. Um, and no, everything's fine. Yeah, because you've got a beautiful um, little boy. Um, and if you want to have more, do you need to? put stuff away or it doesn't it isn't affected yeah i they as a precaution they they did suggest just um just freezing everything so uh we did that just in case like honestly thank you for sharing it because i kind of go for for you and your wife you didn't actually know the ultimate outcome but you just wanted to share and go hey guys make sure you check your plums a hundred percent and you know if you are um you know a wife to a fella or a mum to a fella or a sister to a fella or even a lady that used to be a fella i urge everyone to just bang that message home. It is an important message, mate. Um, thank you so much for being so open with it and sharing it on the air. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Time to hear Stab's song. I want to sing a song right now. What are you going to sing? Stab's song, 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 song. Well, it's a song that's taking the world by storm. Wap. Everyone's talking about it. Female empowerment. Cardi B. Cardi B, Yes. Uh, we all watched the film clip. It's intense. Yeah, it is pretty hectic. Kylie Jenner mm. um, is on it. She's mm. wearing everyone on that's wearing very little clothing. Yes. That's why everyone is talking about it's it. Hot course. set. It's, it's it's you know what? Mm. It's one of those film clips 
that you look at and you go, oh, that was expensive. Mm. You know how most film clips these days, because there's not much music television, is just someone on a stage dancing with a few laser lights and smoke machines? <laughs> yeah. This has got sets, it's yeah. got costumes, it's got everything. It was hard to focus on the background, but there was no product placement either, was there? You know how sometimes like uh, like Lady Gaga's film clips are paid because she'll put a product uh, there? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, okay. the, maybe those nipple tassels were... Well, I was focusing on those. There's no... No brands? No. Check your Instagram feed. I might start popping up and advertising to you. Oh, yeah. Maybe there's some sort of <laughs> code going through your phone from the television. The Cardi B. To get the tassels going at the same time, I reckon, oh, always so that's a skill. It's quite a talent. It is a skill. Um, but we would all agree, right, that there is absolutely no version, no clean version, radio edit version that kids can listen to. Because the song, in, just in general, what it's about and what they're singing about is yeah. dirty. Well, I've, I've got the cleanest version we could find mm. here. Get your boots, hang your coat, this wet. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet, wet, wet. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet, wet, wet. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet, wet, wet. Yes, wet and gushy. Uh, now, in a ironic twist of events, the um, Woolworths Disney Ushies are back today. Today, are today. they? Oh, they wet and ushy, are they? They are. They're Woolworths Ushies. Let and me guess, they asked you to make the song for it? <laughs> they came directly to me. Can't wait to see this film clip. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to get the tassels going. Yeah. <laughs> All three of them. Yeah. So, in honour of the Disney Plus Ushies hitting Woolworths, for the kids, here is my version of WAP all about the Ushies. Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse. I said collecting like a freak, seven days a week. Woolworths Ushies make that Coles game weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids wanna get some Woolworths Ushies. Go with mama to the shop for that Woolworths Ushies. Walk past Coles if you wanna get some Disney Ushies. Got me a tigger that is hard, extra rare and extra sparse. Put this Ushie right in its place. Mama pays with a credit card. In the trolleys where I ride, open it up, see what's inside. This Ushie takes me to five, making mama get extra supplies. See what I got, you'll be surprised. Collecting Ushies make me feel alive. I want you to put that big Disney stuff right in my shopping cart. <laughs> If you don't get them, it makes me scream. Out in public, I'll make a scene. Makes no sense why I'm so keen. They'll be in landfill by the end of the week. You picking up some Disney bushies. Go with mama to the shop for these Woolworths bushies. I got a Woody and a Buzz from these Disney bushies. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some Disney bushies. I'll five bucket and a mop for these Woolworths bushies. Plastic crap, crap, crap. That's some Disney bushies. Please tell me you said that the whole time and didn't just repeat it. <laughs> no, some of it's repeated. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys do like to gently rib me about my lack of manliness. That is not true. We do not do it gently. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a lack of manliness. I don't have a lack of manliness. No, you're a real Remember man. we asked him to take a photo of him putting a drill together and we still haven't seen the photo because we still know that he can't. I've, d- I've used to drill. I used to drill to put up my possum box <laughs> that my mate made for me to help with my possum issue. Anyway, so we yeah, don't, so we don't manly, have to manly, say manly. anything. You, it's all good. What it's do you mean good. with a drill? All you had to do was put the battery in it and then you were away you went. You had to put the drill part in. The drill bit? Yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. Anyway, for not, not for a guy like me. When you, did you, you have a drill before we got sent a free one? Yes. 
Yeah, it was cats. <laughs> oh, so that was a stitch up. You thought he's going to open the drill, he's going to put the battery in, and he's not going to have any drill bits to use his drill. So I didn't. So I used the end of the drill to hammer the possum box. <laughs> don't be upset. You're the one that brought that to the yeah. table. You're a real man. You did say the day. Everyone's a real man these days. Come on. You did say the day that your blinds were getting installed, you said, and I quote yeah. you, right, yeah. word for word, yeah. as you flicked your hands together, you said, oh, get to use my drill today. Yes. To and take also, down. the blinds really complete the room. I know. <laughs> Everybody says so. Okay. Anyway, I think, I'm, I, think I, have to, I, think I have to agree with you uh, because I had a bit of an internal thought process and it ended up somewhere that I was quite surprised. Um, my wife had an issue um, on, at a gig a couple of months ago where um, there was an interaction between a, a, another a male comic and it made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and she, she was really upset by it. She was really upset yeah. by it. Um, and we thought that was all done and dusted, but something's come up again and um, he's upset her again. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, you know, I was sitting, I was, I was mad at, that someone had, had upset my wife, as you would be. Protective. You know? Protective, yes. And I've gone through my list of mates and think because I'll go down there and... Defend you know. her honour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, got, I got my boys. Who's you know? on your list? Not you, buddy. Was I on your list? Not you. You were driving the car. Who, who was um, on your list? Well, I got a lot of, a lot of my high school boys. Dan. Uh, Dan. Yeah, don't mess with Dan. He's Wolfie. an angry switch. Wolfie. Oh, Wolfie, he's okay. loose. <laughs> Wolfie's yeah. loose. Yeah. Um, but good in a pinch. Um, uh, my mate, uh, Corey. Uh, okay, all right, boys. you got mates. It does, does sound like it. you're making them up. He doesn't look <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting, I'm sitting out on my back deck, and I'm fuming. Uh-huh. I'm raging. I'm absolutely fuming. I'm going, this is, this is unacceptable. This will not stand. So I'm going to go down there, take some boys, not do anything, but just intimidate them, you know, just like make sure he knows that I'm there and I'm upset. And then I went... What do you think I should wear to that sort of an interaction with another person? I wonder, what should I, wear? What should I wear? Because I don't want to... can't be floral. Um, you do have that great floral shirt, though. Yeah, but that's, that, that one was but straight out. But it might out. be ironic. <laughs> <laughs> out, of curio- out of curiosity. Yeah. What, uh, what, um, what did you pick? Why did I wear it tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, tell me. What did you... Well, it has to be tight. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does, because you want to show, like, hey, the, the boys Shouldn't are you just be yourself if you're that angry? That's not intimidating. <laughs> Get to I, use I, my intimidating outfit. I bet like, you. I bet you all black. No, I, bet that, you I, black know, I know what it was. It was black jeans, the ripped ones. Yes, I'm thinking for the knees. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it would have been your black T-shirt yeah. that's a little bit too tight yeah. from ISO. Yeah. Yeah, and that. <laughs> Something I didn't know. Okay, good to know. But yeah. can I just ask, because mm. remember when we had a confrontation years ago, mm. and for f- four hours you sat at home and wrote a script of how it was going to go? It wasn't four hours. It was And seven. that was a phone conversation. Yes. What were you going to say to him in <gasps> this intimidating outfit? Role play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm him. I'm him. And I've just, I've, Kat's really Role upset. Play. Okay, what are you going to say? <laughs> I hadn't actually thought. I, on, I stopped at the at outfit because it made me laugh so much. I was like, I'm an idiot. Come at me. Um, I don't, do I use a voice? No, you do yourself. I don't know, mate. You're the intimidating one here. Don't you go like, all right, you listen here. Uh-huh. What you've done yeah. is unacceptable. Isn't that right, Wolfie? <laughs> yeah, that's right, Stove. And I just want you to know, if anything else happens, if I hear about it, yeah. I'm not going to be <laughs> No, that was good. You was were it? doing so well, okay. mate. I was. I'm not going to be happy yep. and there will be consequences. Nice outfit, bro. Thanks. You like the floral? <laughs> <laughs> you just you want to come over and see my blinds? <laughs> no, no. In that, in that moment, though, right, the first thing a guy's going to do yeah. is he's going to go, mm. you, there'll be consequences. Yeah. Like what? What are you going to do? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, like, like bad stuff. 
I think I, I thought it was really good. Thank you. I really, I've really felt it. Okay, cool. The motivation was really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, the motivation is good to be honest. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Daryl Braithwaite. Daryl Braithwaite. And joining us this morning, Daryl Braithwaite is on the air. Good morning, Daryl. Oh, good morning. How are you all going? Wait, <laughs> why are you laughing? What? He's just happy. He's in a good We're happy. happy. We're happy to be chatting to you, and I love that well, you got... of course you are, because you're Brisbane people. Yeah, that's right. You've got sunshine, you've got none of us Victorians. Yep, yes. we're allowed to go outside. Yeah. Exactly. We, when you get everything sorted out, we'll invite you back up, Okay. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Let's talk about your new single, Love Song. I was told that initially this song got sent to Pink and the person who wrote it, who's a good mate of yours, went, actually, I'm worried that Pink won't actually do a good job of it, so had to ring her people back and say, can I have the song back from my mate, Daryl Braithwaite? God almighty, where did you get that story from? (laughs) The The music director. It was... It came from a very good friend of mine who's in the music industry. He had a song that was written by Michael Fatkin, who's a Sydney guy, and two other people from LA. Mm. And he gave me the song, said, can you send this on to your ex-manager and good friend, Roger Davies, who looks after Pink? And I said, yeah, okay. So I had to listen to it before I sent it off by email. And I thought, my God, what a great song. Uh, and it really, it does seem like it would suit, uh, you know, Pink. So I sent it off to Roger on my phone. To cut a long story short, it never got there. Right. So I had lunch with him about three months later, and I said, how did you like, did you like that song? And he looked at me with that really sort of dumb look. <laughs> uh-huh. What song? And uh, anyway, I had to then send it to him that afternoon, and... Uh, he got back to me and said, no, I think it suits you more than, than her. Yeah, right. I hear what you're saying, Daryl. You were meant to send it to Pink. You were like, no way, this is my song. So you blocked Pink from having that song. Good on you, buddy. Good, good story, you, yeah. You badass. <laughs> Daryl Braithwaite stealing <laughs> records from Pink. Why get, not? Get you know, that online. <laughs> She's got enough. But I, I did think that it would suit her. But yeah, luckily I got it. Talking about um, y- y- your signature song, The Horses, which is just... Every generation seems to, to love it. I've seen it perform, and my favourite time it was performed was at Melbourne Cup. I don't know if you remember, towards the end. And you were very oh. brave continuing because that was mm-hmm. the most intense crowd I've ever seen. Do you remember that? No. Um, <laughs> Neither do they. <laughs> <laughs> there no, was crowd no. surfing. It, there was... It, it might have been, was it at the Cox Plate, not the Melbourne Cup? Because... I don't think we've ever played at the Melbourne Cup. So once again, I was in the audience. Oh, I'm, I'm... oh you might have had a couple of... Oh, no, I definitely um, would have. But maybe it yeah, was. It was no, at no. an event and it was just absolutely crazy. And it's just... But not it's... at the Melbourne Cup. No, it, it, may, well have been the, the, it may have been the Cox Plate because we, we play it at that, that event, you know, that yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good time? I always have a good time. I love when that song oh. comes on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> With the horses, I mean, I love it. I love playing it and I love seeing, obviously, the, the reaction that it gets mm. from a majority of the crowds that we play to. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, 
up there with wanting to be the next uh, Australian national anthem, which you'd have to be. Oh, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the Seekers song would be a great national anthem. You know, Australia, is it called Australia or whatever it is, but... That's the one, I reckon, yeah. Now, let's try this, okay? Imagine this, the AFL Grand Final. We finally steal it from Melbourne here in in Brisbane at the Gabba, which is the talk, and imagine they go, the grand announcer, please be upstanding for the Australian National Anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's standing. He's standing. standing And people from overseas are like, is the horse? National animal? Yeah. <laughs> We've swapped it from the kangaroo. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it's going to be, little kanga. Daryl, yeah. uh, I was a bit excited that you've joined um, Instagram. You're yeah. still only following eight people, eight lucky people. I just started following you. I don't really um, play around with all that. I mean, at Facebook I've got, which I like because I can put photos on there and stuff like that, but <laughs> Instagram... It, w- it was a suggestion from uh, the record company, Sony. They said, we should get your Instagram up and going because that's, you know, it's a good yep. <laughs> a good source of promotion. I went, oh, <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> and so uh, that's what happened. I don't know what's on there. I don't... A lot of merch. Oh, they love that. See, they've got a they've got an interest in that. That's why. Yeah, yeah you got your coffee cup. No, they've got t-shirts. They're here performing on the Voice. They've put yeah. up a video of when you did oh, that yeah. six days ago. With Chris one. This well, is you're a- following Harry Styles. They've got you following him. I don't know if you're a big fan of him. Only because I, I like Watermelon Man or whatever it's watermelon called. Watermelon High. Out. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. also, when he was out here, he he played the horses, and I met him at, at one of the functions at you know, Arias or something. Yeah, right. He seemed like a nice bloke, and I thought, he's an actor as well, you know, like in, mm. what was it, Dunkirk? Yeah, he was brilliant in that. I follow him, but I don't know why, because I don't know what he gets from it. But anyway, cool. <laughs> you, can just, you can see his photos. Let's yeah, get you I've on TikTok it. then as well. No, I don't. Oh, no. I've got enough stuff. It's all right. Yeah, he's got the Facebook. He's busy. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Daryl. No, I would thanks. love to see you on TikTok dancing around and doing all of that. No, you wouldn't. No. <laughs> you wouldn't. No, no. Well, we do have, um, we've been told the thread shop is where you can go to get your merchandise. We have been gifted some of your amazing T-shirts here. Uh, your new single, Love Song, it's out now. Dale Braithwaite, uh, a pleasure, mate. Great to talk to you. My, my pleasure. And look after Queensland. Stop, i Matt. B105.